157 of We The Gamer Cast. It's a Patreon-powered bonus episode that you're not going to want to miss, and you're not missing it because you're right here at youtube.com slash we the nerdy or listening on iTunes or Google Play or somewhere, Player FM or something. Thank you guys so much for subscribing and hitting the thumbs up and leaving a comment and leaving hearts and everything. Guys, thank you so much. Lincoln is here for the quick intro. We're about to we're about to go for dinner, but I wanted to scream at you guys before I put him down to bed and be obnoxious. And now he's pointing at all the new lights that are going around. You guys, definitely have to check out the streams at youtube.com slash we the nerdy are having a great time. I used the green screen. I made myself a toy in the background. It is hilarious. So before we jump into this episode, I wanted to quickly thank everybody who supports us at patreon.com. And we're getting a kiss from Lincoln. That is so cute. I love you, buddy. Um, everybody, patreon.com slash make us better. Like our platinum executive producers, Corey Hicks at twitch.tv slash chicks underscore 18, who, by the way, if you guys are doing Prime Day stuff, you're getting free Prime, Lincoln, go support Corey Hicks. Give him your free sub for the month. Also, uh, platinum executive producer, Mr. Mark Moody at youtube.com slash Mr. Moody Reviews. You can catch Joseph Moran on his recent episode. Go over there, and it's all amazing. Our gold executive producers, the guys from Quest for Pixels, Tony Baker and Sheldon Benedict and Panache Malloy, who was on the show on Monday. And all of our executive producers, Joey Splats, Carol Underwood, Dante Bellini Jr., Jared Gauthier, Dude427, Kevin Austin, Josh Barboni, Tammy Ryan, Robert Bobby Miller, Tim Alf, Joel Brooks, Martini Jean, Nasty Boots, David Ray, and Jesse Armstrong. Guys, thank you so much. This is an incredible awesome episode we are creating a new idea here guys we are going to talk about the top five games our personal top five games maybe favorite games of all time and we talk about an idea we'll get to it in the outro but i'm curious what you guys think of this We, we we tackle something that could be a big thing could be too big for us to even execute but i'm i'm excited about this I had so much fun with these guys. Tammy and Tommy, Thomas King, Tammy Ryan, previous guests on this episode. We've been trying to get this thing going for a little while. I was really excited to finally do it. That's why this is episode 157. We have to do some shuffling. So don't adjust your sets. It's supposed to be 157. We had to backtrack. Still got to do the same thing with Ray Osorio, but don't worry. Uh, quick, quick shout outs. Actually, you know what? We're going to leave the shoutouts till Monday. Um, aside from Delvin Cox, congratulations on cracking the top 20, my friend. But more on that at another time. Here we go with Tommy King and Tammy Ryan. Ball. Look how cute you are. <laughs> So I wanted to kind of go through, if you guys don't mind, maybe like a top like five games. And this is, doesn't have to be like definitive or anything like that, but like stuff that just comes to mind. The, and people can play along at home. You guys can put together your own little like top five list and just see how much you disagree with this. But one of these days, it would be really interesting, I think, to have like a guess of We The Gamer cast best games ever. And I don't know if anybody has any ideas, we can talk about this in the Discord, but like how we would put this all together like a make us better top 500 or something crazy like that this is why we do stupid stuff like this guys because you just never know what's going to (laughs) happen so let that ruminate in your brains if you guys have like some sort of solution or google doc or form or something we can kind of figure this out but i know i know thomas has a thomas and i connected on on a few games um talking about some of the good old stuff and actually very recently uh who i've I'm calling Pete Barbaro because of his Twitter. <laughs> um, him and I connected on a few games as well. Tammy, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious where your top five will come in. But why don't we go through like um, 
why don't we run through each of our top five from five to number one and then we'll just kind of chat about each game as we, as we start <laughs> so thomas do you want to did you want to start man or did you guys want me to start um so we're just going to run five to one each one yeah i think so and, and we can have it favorite we can have a chat. games or like this favorite games or all-time games i don't know man how do you do how did you interpret it because I, I i don't care <laughs> okay all right so i think they're we'll my favorite with... i think they're i think they're my favorite all right so i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with favorite games because i need like a full 48 hours to sit here and like dissect everything properly mm-hmm. um yeah because she told she told me about this an hour ago and i was like did he really just do that to us like yeah. i need a whole day for that one well that's why it's i only so did difficult. five Okay. Maybe that's you should have done like your, your twenty to twenty five instead of like your top five. Would that have been easier no, to kind of go like middle of the road stuff? <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of thought I kind of thought about it. That's why I narrowed it down to favorites. So number five for me would be Mrs. Pac Man. Um, that is like my all time favorite competitive game. It's such it's like very simple. It shows everything up front, and the gameplay is amazing and it's endless. So you could just go on torturing your friends by beating their high scores, and there's yeah. nothing better than that. Plus, it's the definitive version of any Pac-Man game to me. Mm-hmm. How many Pac-Mans do you think there are? Like, okay, our, our friend Jimmy oh, Jams has played a ton of Pac-Man games, so maybe we should we should ask him. But I think mm-hmm. most people would agree. And actually, as soon as you say that, I'm like, dang it, I don't think that. Like, that's like that should be. That's like that's like Tetris, man. And even Tetris is on my. List. Okay, we're gonna get to it. Yeah. I love it, man. Great. <laughs> Great pick, dude. Um, oh, um, number four. Damn, I said this literally twenty minutes ago, and I forgot what my number four is. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put in um, Age of Empires two. <gasps> oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put in Age of Empires two because that is one of my favorite games of all time, easily. Mm-hmm. Um, the history aspect, the gameplay aspect, knocking down buildings with elephants is dope as hell. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like man. the whole every everything about that game is awesome. Like the the all the even playing online and just chanting at people with all those stupid preloaded <laughs> comments. Monk, I need a monk. <laughs> like is awesome. I love um, I love it because this spe- I think it speaks to maybe I, I can almost I want to try and guess in my mind like what your next couple of games are going to be because like your your brain works on another level man so I'm not surprised to see like <laughs> such a great uh, real time strategy game in your t- in your top five but also like obviously paying homage to like one of the greatest arcade games ever with with Miss Pac Man this is yeah. this is gonna be tough to argue man <laughs> I know people like to argue less but this is this is so far so good in my books. Come at, come at me, bro. Mm-hmm. Please. Leave, leave uh, a comment. Yeah, for real. I want somebody to try and f- argue against Age of Empires too. Please mm-hmm. do. Um, That'd be risky. That'd be risky business. That would be risky. <laughs> Sounds like you got Tammy in your, on your team on that for, for sure. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, number three is going to actually fittingly be Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is... To me, the best Elder Scrolls game ever. I don't want to hear anyone say otherwise. Um, it has the deepest story characters. It has one of the coolest lands with a bunch of floating bugs and mushrooms everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts in the first 10 minutes of the game, a wizard falls out of the sky and dies in front of you. I mean, like, how could you not be amazed with that game from top to bottom? <laughs> what more could you ask for? Seriously. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the battle system, as we know, is complete trash, but you get to build your own spells. So, I mean, that's a that's that's an awesome thing for me. I've, I've never... This is the first one that I've never played. I tried to get into Oblivion, and I, I was just recently talking to about this to somebody and talking about how... I think it was Dave. I played this completely wrong. Like, where I was like, I want to read every single book. I want to go do every single thing. Like, I was just so amazed with all the things that you could do, and I, I set, like, a precedent for myself early on in that game that was unsustainable. So I just kind of, I ended up walking away from it. I had a list on my phone of like all the books that I was like carrying and like, or that I would pick up. And I figured I'd just go online and read them while I was riding the bus or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, like I wanted to get back to it, but it just, I don't know, man, it just didn't happen for me. And I just, I played like a big old dum-dum. So I just never got around to this. But Tammy, are you with them that this is the best Elder Scrolls game? Because I love like with this in Final Fantasy and there's a few series out there where it's like, there are hardcore arguments for like one very specific title in the series. Yeah, I mean, me personally, the only entry I've ever had is Skyrim, but I have seen mm. Oblivion and Morrowind. You're a noob. I know, but this is not something <laughs> we don't already know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do you ever I, intend I, I, on going back at all? Like, because it's like I see it and it's like it's right there. Why don't I just go play it? And I hear it's the best. Why don't I just go freaking play this stupid game? But I just, I don't know, man. It's hard for me to like Steam right now. I know, and it's so accessible to everywhere, (laughs) and it's really hard for me, even like with limited time and even more limited every single day, um, for me to like really just let go. Like it's still there. There's really no reason for me to believe that sometime in my lifetime I'll get to it. But like I may have to wait until like Lincoln's in college or something like that. We may be (laughs) a very very long time until. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a tasking game. You're talking about just just in the dungeons alone. They're, the dungeons in Morrowind are four times the size of what they were in Skyrim. How did fans they, get away with that? Or how did they get away with that with fans? Like, how did people not get go crazy and, like, well, kind of call we, them out on we that? All, collectively, we all went nuts for, like, mm. years playing Morrowind. But it was more like... It was the closest thing you would get to a D&D game where there's, like, secrets. All these hidden secrets in every single dungeon. And there's multiple entrances and exits and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So pe- people liked it because you could literally go dungeon diving. Whereas, like, Skyrim, I feel like it was point A to point B pretty much in all of the dungeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was about Most everything right. else outside of it. Kind of like... Right. Where that's kind of like what Breath of the Wild ended up doing, where it's like that, like really no dungeons, and then you just kind of like you, you enjoyed the world. So maybe there's maybe there's a swing back that we're going to be expecting with maybe Elder Scrolls Six or maybe the next Zelda, That'd where they kind of get both of them because it's oh, yeah. I mean they've they've spent all this time mastering dungeons, and then you try out open world for the first time and go like we're going to do this a little bit differently. So yeah, it'd be mm. maybe that's the next generation of open world RPG. Yeah, they're going to have to do something big because. Because of Witcher, just because of Witcher. Mm-hmm. That's I was about why, to say that. That's the real reason I think they pushed everything back. Because once Witcher came out, they announced they were making a new engine for Elder Scrolls, and we're so we were supposed to get one chronologically last year. Yep. So now we probably won't see it until like twenty twenty one. I think Fallout was a surprise hit for them. Like, may, like maybe yeah. not a surprise, yeah. but to the degree that like it was probably supposed to sell well. But man, it totally took over. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's so many ha- hardcore Fallout fans. So many. Mm-hmm. And I, and especially from... Uh, and a lot of people fell out because the original Fallouts were a lot different. Mm-hmm. And once they modernized them a bit, they lost people, but they gained a ton more with all this post-apocalyptic crap that was happening in the game. So, Well, it was sort of like yeah. in the era, like the PS3 and Xbox 360 era was like, first person is the, is the perspective. 
Like mm-hmm. it's weird now because like third person seems to be the, the main thing. I'd be interested to see if there be like because I know you can flip back and forth, but really you play you play Fallout in first person. It looks pretty pretty weird in the third person. Yeah. <laughs> it does. So, anyways, we could go on and on about that. God, I love. We I can. Love. We really can. Um, good thing I don't. I do not have any of the Elder Scrolls games in in mind, and we can have. We'll have a. I do have a game of mine that maybe we can have a discussion about. Um, okay. A little teaser there. Uh, number two for you, Mister King. Um, number two, and this is this is the hardest thing for me because number two and number one could be interchangeable. So sure. I just kind of want to put that out there. Um, number two is Kingdom Hearts two, hands down. Um, the best Kingdom Hearts game in the series has. An amazing battle system that was adopted by Final Fantasy XV. Uh, one of the best stories, amazing scores, deep characters. Like, I I, I could go on, but I shouldn't have to. It's Kingdom Hearts <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> Which is, like, the, it's the age-old conversation about Kingdom Hearts where there's people like me who's like, please tell me, like, what am I missing? Like, what am I, like, try and get me, like, where's my on-ramp? And there should be a pretty clear one, which is Disney. Um, yeah. And yet I'm still not really quite there. And, and I, my thing that I keep saying is that the, my one time that I've tried a Kingdom Hearts game was on 3DS and I keep hearing that's not the right one. Like that's just not, no. like just don't. So I'm, I'm trying to find like the men in black thing, the pen, let's just erase my memory about that yeah. and then I can just kind of move <laughs> on. But again, like these are massive games, man. Like between, like yeah. Miss Pac-Man is really the, the only one that I can, even Age of Empires is a time suck for me to, yeah. to really get into and understand. And back in the day, yeah. man, like I'll get into this a little bit, but like I used to print out like strategy guides. Like this is how old I am, Tammy. Ooh. Like we used to print, Ooh. we used to go to like, like, um, electronic, like bulletin board systems, like BBS things. And you like, you dial up into them with your 14.4 modem. And, and then like it wasn't the internet really. It was just like this DOS screen that was connected to somebody's basement somewhere else. And yeah, yeah you could find like these strategy guides that I would print out. And so I was like, like I was into it. I wasn't good at any of this stuff. But that's what that's how I used to get into it, and it's just that's a. I hope Lincoln gets into something like that, and he just fell asleep. Oh my god, guys, we're good. Wow. We are now officially okay to podcast. This whole time has been pretty like, whew, not not dad of the year at the moment. <laughs> podcast puts baby to sleep. Oh, you're not kidding. Oh my god, he is like mouth open, like sleeping sideways. Everybody should be checking out the video on this because he is just like <laughs> I, I want to keep like me after a few beers oh no <laughs> <laughs> good times all right yeah dad of the year good thanks guys um kingdom hearts 2 so over kingdom hearts 1 like like why better than kingdom hearts 1 because i'm so, sure there's another this is the same as like a marlin kind of thing um i mean it's it's just like Kingdom Hearts 1 was their first entry, obviously, and they had they had problems going in. So the camera was just ridiculous in Kingdom Hearts 1. That thing did whatever the hell it wanted to do. <laughs> it's, just like, it's like, oh, you're going into a corner? Let me just go into the wall so you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you want to go left? I'm going to go right. No problem. Oh, you're fighting Sephiroth. You don't need me. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, thank you so much. Like, the camera was... like. You can get through Kingdom Hearts 1 because everything else about it is great, but the camera's so bad. Is that fixed it's, in, like, the remasters or the 1.8s or the whatever? Like, what's... They, they, they made it more manageable. Mm. It's not it's not fixed-fixed, but it's definitely a lot easier to use. And mm. um, But the biggest... I think that even the biggest thing beyond the camera was the battle system in 1 was good, but it wasn't polished, it wasn't perfect. But you get to 2, 
and two is the exact engine they used for Final Fantasy 15. They just added in that whole transportation stuff where you can just flop around mm-hmm. all over the place. Um, so, like, that battle system to me is the best. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. I got to so, so It's such good. a giant it, gap. I know, man. I, as you're describing it, I'm just like, I'm kicking myself. Just like, this is, <laughs> this is, I, I should make a pie chart. There's got to be some sort of pie chart for me that, like, demonstrates the, the portions of stress <laughs> that I have in my life and, like, backlog or games, like, gaps in my gaming, like, disproportionate. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's just like, oh, it keeps me up at night. Like, legit, I've gone to bed the last, like, three nights. I'm not even just making this up just to make you guys giggle. Like, I've been, like, on my to-do list is to make my list of – like, I've got a to-do list to make a to-do list for games like I, that I hilarious. need to get to play. That's so Because somehow that's going to make me feel better and uh, I don't know. Hashtag deadline. Oh, God. I, I'm, like, I don't think I'm losing my hair, but, like, I feel like it is just falling out, man. I feel like that's every gamer though, because we all get like we're like, oh man, I want to play all these games, except except for my one my one good friend who somehow has two kids and a full time job and still plays every goddamn thing that comes out all the time. Some people just don't sleep, man. That's the thing. Yeah, that's what I I don't think he does. Yeah, he just and he told he just had a he just had a newborn last month, so I know he's staying up at night with the kid in his arms, just playing games. <laughs> he's like, I'll watch I'll watch the baby, no problem, no problem. I'm totally watching the baby right now. Honestly, like that's the only, I mean, maybe a little harsh, but that's kind of what's got me a little excited about a newborn again. I'm freaked out about like no sleep, like, and I'm obviously very excited to meet this person. <laughs> it's sounding awful. But I'm excited. I remember like staying up with Lincoln and just like, he would just like sleep there and then a bottle or whatever. And, and yeah, a little 3DS action or whatever. It's, it's good times, man. And he yeah. just, he's, he was so good. He sleeps other than today. Um, he usually sleeps really, really well. So with that said, and eventually I'll get to Kingdom Hearts. Um, maybe I'll just jump to, is there a story thing? Do I need to know what happened in one? Can I watch like a Kingdom Hearts in five minutes? Video? You, you can, um, for the whole series or just number one? Just one. And can I get to, can I skip to yeah. two? Cause like realist, let's be realistic. I probably won't you get can. to any of it. You can. I would <laughs> recommend playing one because it's, it's like one of those games that connects the, the main story that they have the cutscenes for and mm-hmm. with all this side crap. That just mm-hmm. kind of fleshes everything out. Yeah. So I mean, I'd recommend playing it, but also watching it is good too. I do love Disney. I gotta. Oh, I gotta get to Disney it. and Final Disney. Fantasy. You can't. You can't lose. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. just can't lose. That's the thing. Is actually, I'm more of a Disney fan than Final Fantasy fan. But anyways, I, okay. I go on and on about Kingdom Hearts, a game that I've never played. Uh, Me too. Which, what is what is your number one that you could have interchanged with your number um, two? <laughs> My number one is The Witcher Three. Oh snap! Yeah. <sighs> I should see that one coming. <laughs> um, hands down, it's like it's like Morrowind, more polished and on steroids. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The, uh, again, the battle system's not perfect, but it's good once you kind of get it down. And they mix it with the bestiary. The every character in the little towns has an entirely massive fleshed out backstory mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that you can figure out whether you're going around hunting monsters or just talking to them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the one thing like I got lost in the Witcher just doing random crap over the yeah. main story for probably like 50 hours. It's so important as well I think to do those side quests way more than just doing the main story. It's so much more important I it, reckon. It, it, it's like uh it's it's like the the example I would use for every other open world game. This is what they should strive to yeah. be. Yeah. That good? Benchmark. 
Yeah. Have you not played it, Sean? I've played like seven hours and it just didn't, didn't, like it. It didn't click with me. So I, but right. I, I, I've got it. Like it's right here. It's, it's right on my Xbox. It's waiting to go. I just haven't got to it yet, but I, I bought I it. Like, like this is the thing. This is the power of you guys and people like you who said that this game was amazing. I bought it again. I had it on PlayStation and I bought yeah. it again to play on Xbox. I was like, maybe I was just on the wrong system. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I probably played the first six hours my first playthrough and I stopped. I was just like, I can't do it. I can't mm-hmm. do it. But you, yeah. you've got to commit. As soon as you get past the six hour mark, then it starts to get real good. And then that was it. That was all the DLCs bought. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was invested. All the <laughs> DLC. I, I, yeah. I, I didn't get that like you two because I remember having that conversation with you. You're like, mm-hmm. I just can't play The Witcher 3. And I was yeah. like, just play the damn thing. Just play it. Yeah. Because like, we, like, we tried to do a Let's Play on it on, on the YouTube channel. And I just I just lost interest. I just got so bored. Mm. But once you get past a certain part and then you are done, you're ready. You're ready for it. Honestly. But it wasn't like the setting or anything like that. Like you, you've been into fantasy stuff before that. Yeah, so like it was just yeah. kind of the game. Like had you played actually Thomas, both of you guys, had you played either of the Witchers before? Like, cause I'd never heard of this yeah, game. game. And oh. then Witcher three was announced at E3, whatever year that was. And everybody's like, I can't believe it. The Witcher's happening. I'm like, what? What? Like this, yeah. another <laughs> giant gap in my, in my, and even the Witcher two, this is how silly I am also sitting on my xbox like sure i'll get to that one first and then play witcher 3 like that's my plan right now guys before as long as cyberpunk 20 whatever it is is coming out in 15 years then i think i'm good it's coming out in in, uh the year it's it's uh stated in exactly yeah i've got time (laughs) (laughs) i'll be out of my second life by then that was funny though because um i played witcher 3 and i i'd heard about witcher but i never played the other games Mm -hmm. and after I played it through and beat the DLCs, I went back uh, to go play one. One is unplayable. That game is a disaster. Yeah, yeah that game's really bad. And two is just, it's kind of interesting, but it's more uh, its more involved with Geralt's relationship with Yennefer than anything else. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I wish that I knew more on, in all honesty, from just going straight into The Witcher 3. Because there's a lot of a lot of things that were missing that needed answering. Yeah, she, she doesn't. She doesn't matter. Game. All right, just pick Triss. Triss is the winner, always <laughs> and forever. Yeah, I've got a bit of a thing for Yennefer, but I'm oh yeah, my Brits. I like the red, yeah. I like the redheaded sorceress, so mm. it's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing that I love about games too, and like growing up in love is kind of like the, the. It's like it's a little weird. You're like, mm, do I have a crush on this not this fictional like cartoon character? But yep. like, yeah. and you're like, yeah. So. Like, I guess yeah. we're just going to have a full-on conversation about, like, what makes right. this a better choice than the other one. Like, <laughs> let's just move past all that stuff and just go, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm Team Trish. Uh, that's awesome, man. Oh, I got to get to this, guys. Why did – you know what? All all podcasts are canceled for the next six months. For, forever. <laughs> Sean's, got, Sean's got some catching up I got to do. games to play, man. This is, this is nonsense. The, the funny thing is it has, like – this is actually probably more focused in gaming than I've ever been is when I've started doing all the podcasting and everything. Cause it just kind of like hones in and you're just like, you are engrossed in the world. But at the same time, yeah. I mean, the funny thing is I probably wouldn't be able to get away with gaming right now. Like if I were like, you know what? It's, it's two o'clock on a Sunday. I have got to play this game. Like that doesn't pan out, but somehow I've yeah. been able to kind of finagle. I need to podcast at this time. So I'm just going to. I'm going to ride that out as long as I possibly yeah, can. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, man. Witcher 3, number one. So, oh, so just as a recap, in case, Thomas, you forgot, your top five. Number I one. 
<laughs> Witcher 3. Number two, Kingdom Hearts 2. Uh, number three, Morrowind. Number four, Age of Empires 2. And number five, Ms. Pac-Man. Although I think you said Mrs. Pac-Man, but I'm not sure. Is that a different game? It's it's Ms. Pac-Man. Yeah, okay, got Pac-Man. it. Got it, perfect. Okay. That oh, is a great list. Guys, that is a great list, man. Like, <laughs> especially like off the top of your head. And maybe that's, maybe there's something to that, guys, where you, you can't spend too much time to ruin your own list. It's like a multiple yeah. choice exam. We just got to go with the first one. It's always C. 90% of the time it's C. And you just go with that and move on. I was always the first one done in multiple choice, man. I was like, like 20 seconds per question, just yeah. moving on. How good uh, were your grades, Sean? I did good. Your... I did well. Yeah. I did good. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, man, especially multiple choice. I did, I did fairly well. Um, yeah, I, I should have tried harder. That, that's what the thing that they always talked about was yeah, Sean just doesn't apply himself. So I need to figure out another way to say that because I remember how pissed off I always got when I heard it. So I need to say it in a different way. So when Lincoln, sure enough, doesn't apply himself, we got to figure out a way to boost him, boost him up a little bit. But yeah, with that definitely. said, that's a whole other thing. Maybe we'll get to. Um, Ta- Tammy, I am very curious. I think there's going to be maybe some crossover. Maybe that's why you guys are such great friends. Yeah. Um, what is your number five? My number five is actually, and it surprised me when I was thinking about it, but I went on the emotional factor and I went with The Last Guardian because, oh my goodness, I weeped. I weeped. I think I finished right. I finished my Let's Play on it and... Thomas was off to E3 last year with mm. the Gamer Access lot. And I, I messaged him as soon as I finished. I was just sobbing. I sent a picture and I was just like crying my eyes out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, rem- I remember funny. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that has to be one of, one of my top five. It has to be. Were you um, along for the ride for the development ride? Because it, it became a joke for so many years. of was like yeah. E3 predictions and everybody's like, surely they'll announce it. And then it never showed up and we weren't sure what was going on. Like, were you waiting for it? I think maybe we talked about this too when you were on the yeah. show. Yeah. We we I wasn't I wasn't really um, yeah. I wasn't really hyped for it to be honest. But then as soon as I saw the trailers that just before it was released, I was just like, oh, I need to get amongst this. Mm-hmm. I need to. And it was probably one of the best ideas I've ever had. <laughs> I loved so, it. It was amazing. So a game that makes you cry your eyes out is kind of like mm-hmm. that's that's that alone, or is it just like heavily on the emotion? Because yeah. like I am I'm kind of like veering away from stuff like. That just makes me ball my and anything makes me yeah. cry now. I watched Coco this morning. I can't. I've seen it a thousand times, and I just cry my eyes out of this stupid thing. The, the, the notes in the song just go. Well, you don't look at me right now. Like it just keep looking at the screen. Be strong. Dad's not. Yeah. <laughs> just baby. God. Yeah. I think like for me personally, like I think I've gotten to the point now where gameplay doesn't really matter so much. Mm. Like story matters a lot more, which is interesting because the last guardian doesn't have story it's the bond that you form with trico which is what the game is based around because other than that it's just a simple puzzle game Mm -hmm. really there's not really much to it you don't really get much context you don't get anything it's all kind of what you come up with in your own mind with what's really sort of happening here and of course you get a few little cutscenes and stuff but yeah nothing is like laid out to you in black and white and i think my my playthrough was more based on the relation relationship that I formed with Trico. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, it was so, I was so like lost when I finished playing it because I felt like I lost a, a friend. It was so weird. It was so weird. So it had to be on my top five list. Is that, is that a bit of a spoiler? 
Maybe I don't want to dive no. into that. No, no, no not no, at no, all. No. Not at all. No. Okay, yeah, moving on. What what is there a different, is there like a certain approach? Because like I went into it, I guess, not even really knowing what to think about The Last Guardian. I never played Shadow of the Colossus. I never really done yeah. any of these, these types of games. And I just like, I don't know, it just didn't click with me immediately. So like, what was your expectation kind of going into it? And like, how did you end up? Because like your, your experience with The Witcher wasn't, positive to start so like was there a certain approach or just a mood that you were in maybe when you played the last guardian i I think it was more it it was like a grower if that makes sense like obviously at the start you don't form a bond straight away but more as you're going through it your relationship and how you use trico gets stronger and stronger and stronger there's various events that happen throughout throughout the game where you just think oh my god there's no way i can do this without him mm-hmm. and you think i'm thinking about this about a mythical creature that doesn't exist <laughs> you know <laughs> and that's how it like it affects you it really does it really mm-hmm. does the Dang gameplay it. though how long is, is this awful. game how many how many hours are you guys tacking onto my freaking backlog list Ooh. this is this a long one thousands i don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so and totally yeah like... i think you are <clears throat> It's got to be under 20, I reckon, under 20 hours. I think that, I might, don't be a, know that how might be many. a library rental. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're, gosh, dang it. We got to do this, make us better list, because this is going to be, I can't yeah. wait to see what everybody else says. What is your, right? what is your number four, Tammy? Number four was the first game I ever brought my, myself with my own money, and that was Pokemon Gold. Oh, Ooh. there it is. Yeah. I was waiting for a Pokemon game to show up. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh-huh. I think just for that nostalgia factor, everybody, I think anybody who's had an introduction into gaming had some kind of correlation with Pokemon at some point in their lives, whether it be recently with Pokemon Go or before back on the old Nintendos. Yeah, you know? so remember remember <laughs> earlier when I was trying to like schedule stuff and talk to you guys about top five and then walking the dogs and my baby? Yeah. I also was catching a Pikachu and Squirtle. Squirtle is like going crazy right now. <laughs> yeah, I caught, I caught a couple uh, right outside my house this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> happening. So I'm, I'm with you. I, I've never caught it. That was my first Pikachu. He's wearing sunglasses and a hat. Yeah. He looked all cool. Oh my God. Yeah, I was super cute. <laughs> So does it, when he evolves into a Raichu, does his hat get bigger and his sunglasses change? Definitely. I have no idea. I did, I've only got two Pikachus dope. right now. So uh, that would whatever. Be so dope. See, and I'm not even a good Pokemon Go player. I don't even evolve any of them. I'm just catching stuff all the time. I just want to make sure I've got Pokeballs to throw. Like, I'm yeah. shitty at that game, too, somehow. <laughs> and that one, literally, all you have to do is walk around. Oh, and this, yeah. that's the worst part. So and me doing too many things at once, I get back home. And I'm like, I'm so proud of like, I went for a run and a walk. I went for a run with just Lincoln. Then I went back home, take the dogs and went for a walk with them because they're old and they can't run anymore. And I get back home. I'm like, oh, my God, where are my eggs at? Like, how many are ready? To, they must be all ready to hatch. <laughs> I didn't incubate any of them. Like, like they went through two walks this morning and I didn't have anything Yay! set, man. I just got to get my sure. life straight. Rookie God. era. Rookie era. Yeah, I'm slipping, bro. You're slipping. You're you're telling me. Uh, <laughs> so Pokemon Gold over all the rest. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, it'd be amazing personally. if like your your three, two, and one are are Pokemon like red, blue, and I don't even know what. Yeah. Diamond. I mean, I play, I played them, but Gold is the first one I brought with my own money. Yeah. And so that would always be. Yeah, a special one for me. Always, no matter what is on that list, it will always be somewhere within the top five for me. Always. Oh man, that makes my heart just like <laughs> pump. Just, just hearing like everybody has that special game, and like mine yeah. isn't on my list. But like just thinking about like 
like going to the store and for whatever reason you've built this thing up in your head like more than maybe it's worth like for me it's donkey kong land on on game boy yeah and it was that 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 yellow cartridge and i had a green game boy and i like i had saved up my money and just like i got this giant case and everything and just and i wanted it so badly to be donkey kong country for super nintendo because neighbor matt had the super nintendo we're playing all over there and like it just it was great but you can see anything, man. You'd have to fiddle with the contrast slider on the side just yeah. to kind of like, because it was almost too good graphics on the Game Boy. But yeah, yeah. oh gosh. If good there times. was such a thing, there was Too good graphics. <laughs> <laughs> and that's in my mind too. I'd actually like to see a screenshot of that or fire that up. I think I've still got the whole thing should probably still work. I think probably, I, my, my, uh, my brother found my Game Boy Advance and oh, he, yeah, popped, man. he popped in my gold version. It was like two weeks ago. And I looked at it. I was like, "How did we ever play this crap? It looks horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just looks so bad. Just like that, a bunch of disjointed sprites on a screen. It's a good times, it's man. Like. It's just you're yeah, lucky to have it. it. Yeah. Just like and, and and you can play it anywhere. It's the whole Game Boy. The reason Game Boy was a, is a success is the same reason Switch is a success. Is like don't even care. You can take the hit. We're still getting magical ports over there. I almost like want to like set you guys off on a tangent so I can like dig rummage oh. through my crap over here because I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure like it's right there or just maybe just in the other room. But oh, talking about good old Game Boy games with a special like, place in your heart. I love that. Oh yeah. Yeah. No kidding. It's almost yeah, like we have Nintendo nostalgia over here. Oh. What's up, oh. Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> um, what is what is your number three game, Tammy? My number three is The Wolf Among Us from Telltale. Oh, I love Tell-tale. it. Wow. Such a good game. And it's my favorite Telltale game. Favorite out of all of them. Just It's just that adult, um, politi- not politically correct, the anti side of it, of how, I don't know, I just loved it. I thought it was incredible. The story was just amazing. Uh, I played it multiple times, multiple times. So I thought that was a bit of a spanner. Over Pokemon 2. Okay, so this is where we're going <laughs> to... Yeah. This is probably the first one that I think maybe we'll just sick the dogs on you a little bit, Tan. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I like this Bring game. It. Top top five games better than Pokemon Gold. Hang on a second. Like, yeah. I got so <laughs> many problems. It's really good. And I want to play it again. I want to play the second one. But, man, yeah. I, don't even know what to, I don't even know what to say other than... Uh, I just don't. I just don't agree, Tammy. But no. do you own? I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> but also, like, it now lives in a world of maybe this is where I need to take into consideration. The Wolf Among Us now lives in in the pantheon of Telltale, like yeah. shittiness. Like, there's just like they went almost they too broad or whatever it is. Just the engine mm-hmm. and all the other things you, everybody's heard a thousand times. So I, I think of all of that and it sullies my my experience with the Wolf Among Us. Even though I, I agree with yeah. you, I think it's probably the best of the Telltale. Totally out of nowhere. Like, Walking Dead was sort of a known quantity. This is like, gosh, I can't wait to see what they do with the next one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's all all I'll attack you with. That's all I have. I haven't even played The Wolf Among Us, Tammy, and I will tell you that you're wrong. Yeah. There you go. Okay. You don't even need to. That's how I feel about Pokemon uh, Pokemon Gold. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. I knew it was going to be controversial. I knew it was. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, I don't know what it is. I think it was the first kind of that style of game that I've ever played. And I don't know, I think I'm just a very emotional, connected person. Like, the first things mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's probably why. It, it, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. What, I don't know. <laughs> I want to do another thing. Uh, Tammy, we're going to have to have you back on maybe another time. Or maybe we'll start another, like, we're going to do all these lists somewhere. I want to do, like, the most yeah. emotional games ever. 
Like, I want to just kind of oh explore God, that whole I'm thing. I have paid far too many. <laughs> she's already she's already about to cry from the idea. I, I know. <laughs> just imagine the trailer that we're going to have to put together to get people hyped about this thing. It'll just be Tammy just weeping in the corner the whole time. <laughs> For like 45 solid seconds. <laughs> yeah, that'll be me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so what could possibly be better than The Wolf Among Us, though? What's number two? Uh, okay, so this one caused a lot of problems for me. A lot of, a lot of problems. Um, and I recently finished it, and it's a brand new game, and it's Detroit Become Human. Oh, nice. I haven't gotten yeah. to that one yet. I don't feel as bad as the others I haven't got to yet. Yeah. But yeah, you were talking about this on the trophy room, I think, too, right? Yeah, it was. It's it's easily easily at number two, but oh, I say easily. It's easily in my top five. I was mm-hmm. just trying to shimmy where it would go, but how that game left me feeling. See again, it's that emotional connection that yeah, I man. find is for me personally so important. But that um, Tammy, that, I'm starting to sense you're very emotional. I'm a very emotional person. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it gave me, it made me walk away questioning my life choices and my actions and how I treat people oh, wow. going forward. Yeah. Because I just, it was just incredible. Um, Heavy Rain was originally going to be on that list. And me and Thomas were talking and thinking, actually, I think Detroit has overtaken Heavy Rain for me personally. I'm, I'm glad i'm glad it has i i still and similar yeah. with uh, the wolf among us i i i look at <laughs> heavy rain with a bit of a kind of a giggle every time i think about heavy rain of course yeah. the end of every episode is dedicated now I, now i'm gonna have yeah. to dedicate every episode to you i didn't think i realized <laughs> how how close attached you are to to heavy rain but yeah. there's just a couple moments in there maybe i don't know if there's a couple moments in detroit like that like are there kind of like those what are you guys doing why am i clicking jason over and over in this mall this is this is ridiculous <laughs> maybe not in there detroit is. but it looks very serious it looks I've, I've i've not skipped it on purpose to be honest with you i yeah. really actually just like legit just missed it like it came out yeah. i had like a 20 percent off coupon i was ready to play it but i'm I've, i'll have to come back to it probably in the holidays I I do recommend you do so. It's one of the, it's one of these ones you can put down and come back to whenever, mm-hmm. but it doesn't leave you wanting to do that. You want to find out what where the story arcs go. That's and it's fascinating that the way they've treated such important issues, um, in the way that they have without mm-hmm. being too direct in your face. Um, like this is about oppression this is about racism this is about blah 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 like it it does make you sit back and question and it yeah it left me it left me wondering as soon as it stopped um well as, as soon as it finished I, I was sat there for a good half an hour just thinking oh my god what kind of person does this mean that I am and mm. I was just there just debating my my life choices just over and over again and Holy nothing's crap. ever made me do that that's heavy, heavy. no it's kidding really heavy. wow that yeah. might be like that might be one of the most compelling things I've heard to make me want to go play a game. Like just to go check that out. Yeah. Is like cuz I don't yeah. when you when you say like last guy made me weep I'm like I'm not really looking for something to make me like <laughs> I already cry enough. Um but like the trick yeah. coming like to make me think is a little yeah. different. And yeah, that's, it's that's pretty exciting. I don't want to I don't I don't know if I want to look that inward after yeah. playing. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 honestly it's a bit it scary. Should be, I wasn't expecting it at all. I didn't expect that I would be sat there going Mm-hmm. just like this for half an hour just not quite knowing but yeah 
honestly I play it. it i really recommend it i wish that maybe somebody maybe luke lore or somebody super smart out there can kind of like look at lists as like a like a there's something about our personalities right of like yeah. the top five lists that we put together like it's almost like a uh, like one of those personality quizzes like this is the mm. type yeah. of person you are um i don't even know what my list is going to say about that but i like <laughs> there's definitely a theme to to each of your guys is i i'd like to just kind of yeah. dig at that at some point but maybe another time that's quite interesting at that uh why don't we move on to your number one tammy okay so number one is the witcher 3 but Yay. this is where it differs is the blood and wine dlc specifically oh out of the whole out of that whole game the blood and wine is just incredible they take it on a whole new spin mm-hmm. as to as to where it was like originally i think that's what that's how i felt and i was the world was incredible as well they came along with it it was so different to what you're used to in regards to like novigrad and everywhere else it was like fresh and bright and sunny and it was incredible it was really incredible yeah really colorful and, and it's like as like... big as a game right like that was the whole thing about yeah. the dlc is like it may as well have been like its own thing or yeah it... i yeah. think it definitely could have definitely could have definitely wasn't as big but it definitely could have been standalone in all honesty Dang that's it. what i think man I yeah that's why that the, the, they were on like so many top 10 lists and that was so controversial because it was a dlc yeah right but it was yeah. just it felt like an entirely different game you yeah, want to go back to those days you want to go back to those lists where everybody was having such a conniption about it and go like hang on a second in 2017 people are going to be trying to put PUBG as game of the year so the early <laughs> access yeah. so yeah. maybe we should go back and be like you know what? it's not so bad blood and wine yeah. into it that seems yeah, all right exactly. <laughs> okay so to recap in case you forgot your top five the witcher three blood and wine number two is detroit become human number three uh I think this says the wolf among us, but that can't be right. Uh, number no, four, right. <laughs> Pokemon Gold, <laughs> and number five is the Last Guardian. I yeah. guys, I love this. I think this this is gonna have to be a thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly run through run through mine, um, and oh, maybe I, I I foresee maybe a discussion on one of them. So running from number five to number one, I was actually I did mine in order when I wrote mine down. I went from number one. I was just like, what's the first thing that comes to mind? And I'll get to that in a second. And by the time yeah. I got to number five, I'm like. I don't have a first-person shooter here, and I feel like I probably should. And yeah. actually, none of us have a first-person shooter. No, I just like, don't. for no. me, like it's just like you can overlook them. I think because yeah. they just they seem so like shooty shooty. Like they, they seem so shallow. Like it doesn't seem like uh, they should really amount for much. Especially yeah. when we look at like the list so far, super heavy games. Like maybe yeah, aside from Miss Pac-Man, but super important in a totally different way. Right. So yeah. I was thinking like what what first person shooter is the one from I was thinking about like Unreal was a really important game for me on PC way Ooh. back in the day. Um but ultimately the one hopefully Pete Barbaro is happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> Half-Life Half-Life is my number 5 or is my wow. number 5. Wow. And I, I I can remember playing the intro to Half-Life like probably like 30 or 50 times. And just like it was the game that I like, I grabbed my mom, I grabbed like the neighbor from across the street, just like look at the, like sit down and like go through like that whole like you're on the tram for a little bit and you have to yeah. do the sample experiment to start and everything goes to hell. And I just remember like I, it was it was getting into that game at the same time as getting into like my PC gamer magazines and just like really getting into gaming without with no holds barred. And I just I loved it, even though. Even though uh, Gordon Freeman may be one of the worst protagonists, I think in gaming, like I'm not, not going to not going to be a Gordon Freeman apologist over here. 
<laughs> but holy crap, that game just like completely blows me away. Yeah, yeah. A, I almost forgot that game existed. Not yeah. for nothing. <laughs> I know people do forget about it, and they always go to Half Life Two, which I don't have nearly the same love for Half Life Two as I do the first one. Really, why is that? I don't know. I I just think it's like timing. Like it's probably the same with Pokemon Gold. Like there, it's probably a better game. Like Half Life Two is probably by by most measures better. But like yeah. everything about Half Life One was was new like the fact that you would walk up to somebody and that's when they would trigger the sequence that they were chatting with each other yeah. or like whatever like just the in-game sequences that would like sort of like emerge as you cross the barrier was brand new to me i'd never seen that before i don't think really games had gotten into that before um the story of going like into the the alien world then coming back out like at the end yeah. and just oh my yeah. god and the different enemies in it were just nuts like you'd be walking around going like what's this rope hanging from the ceiling and all of a sudden this thing is like grabbing you up and you're and you got to shoot in the face with a with a shotgun and it was so satisfying to just like get a, a good blast at it and it would drop you down and all his guts would fall down and man this was holy crap i'm just getting into it now because this was at a time when i was really into um like 3D sound. My sound, my sound blaster was second to none, guys. I'd have Yo. like a sound, like a subwoofer on the floor and I have speakers Ooh. all the way around me just trying to get as many speakers as possible. And holy <laughs> crap, I was, I was in it. Half-Life. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how it's only at number five. <laughs> <laughs> the way you're talking about it. Good you should be higher up there. Um, Bring on this list. Holy crap! Number four. Do we need to leave you alone with Half Life, Sean? I think you. I think you might. I, I spent many yeah. hours alone with Half Life, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't need to go back there. <laughs> this is where this is where I'm curious because, and maybe it's a hometown um, bias here, but my number four is Dragon Age Origins. So I don't know if this is where, like, do we have to fight because, like, I'm in the Dragon Age camp and you guys are in the Elder Scrolls camp? Are we not allowed to be friends now? <laughs> no, we we can be friends. You're allowed to come visit every once in a while, but you got to stay yeah. in your own bubble. Yeah, bring your own beers. <laughs> oh no! Have you guys played Dragon Age? Like, is it just maybe because for I had never this was my first kind of like fantasy RPG, so I kind of just maybe that's why I, I really like that, and I haven't really been able to get into the Elder Scrolls games as much or even Witcher. But have you guys tried these ones out? I feel like Thomas, you played everything D and D, even remotely D and D. Okay, yeah, let's just throw that there. Um, I mean, I I tried out Origins and I tried out Inquisition, and I really don't know what it is, but I've never had, and I'm sorry, Sean, but I've never had a more forgettable moment playing a game. Like, Dang I, it! Really? I think I sat down for like two hours to try and play it, and I was just like, I'm gonna go back to playing XCOM now. This is ridiculous. XCOM, that's like, that's fair. I couldn't. I don't know what it was. It just didn't. It didn't grab me. And when I started creating my character, I was like, "Oh, this looks this looks kind of cool." And then I'm this giant blue devil guy, and I'm like, "Well, I've lost interest now." <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what you would have made. Um, I so my story with Origins really quickly was I got Inquisition, and I was like, "I heard about this Dragon Age series it's supposed to be good," and I played two minutes of Inquisition. I'm like, "I don't know what's going on at all." I need to go back. And in whatever year yeah. that was, 2015, I played Dragon Age Origins and then straight into number two and then into Inquisition. Like the first three months were dedicated to Dragon Age. And I was like, I was all in. And I've gone on and on about, about that series in the past. But to me, um, probably the most interesting, like, stories based on the character that you choose in Origins, like the whole, like, the Origins comes from the, there are different, um, origin stories depending on who you pick and male or female like it's just so crazy and just 
like the replayability is crazy and if you if you want to have conversations with like what was your experience like because i chose a city elf and there was a wedding at the beginning but i chose a mage and i had to like maybe give up my friend and he's a dickwad anyways and like oh <laughs> gosh the decisions in this game are, are crazy my number three game Another Bioware game. Mass Effect 2 is one of my favorite RPGs. I think it's probably one of the most accessible, impactful, and just, like, between these two, I think Dragon Age Origins and Mass Effect 2, I don't think anybody does, like, stakes better than this. Like, you're up against the shit with this stuff. Like, you're on a, literally, you're on a suicide run in Mass Effect 2. And Mm -hmm. the blight in Dragon Age Origins, I think, is amazing, and I can go on and on about this stuff. But, yeah, Mass Effect 2, super replayable, perfect length. I think is like maybe between 30 and 50 hours is you could probably race through it in probably 2025. But if yeah. you want to do everything, yeah, you could probably like, it's just not too bloated. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. And it's also the best one in the series. That's the right it's answer, just... right? Yeah. I think yeah. so. I think, th- I think three kind of <laughs> gets maybe a little, it gets crapped on maybe unnecessarily, but I want to go back to that. I've played through mass effect two, two or three times. I've only done the third one the once. So maybe someday. Yeah, it's just that ending. You you know why why it gets that crap. It's because the ending. Well, and it really wasn't until like I dove into like I went into internet videos and like what's everybody's deal? And like I could see it afterwards, but it didn't hit me because I'm a big dum dum. Like it didn't really dawn on me. Like oh, this is a, this is a major problem. Like I was just like that's the end of the story. But I I can't argue with people's like issues with it. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, number number two. This is. This is probably one of the more boring picks, to be honest, is Super Mario 3. It's kind of like, well, of course you have a Super Mario game. Uh, But for me, that's the best. That's the Mario game. Everybody has to choose their Mario game, just like everybody has to choose their Pokemon game. Um, I do love Mario World. That's a, that gets a, like, it's right there. But when I think about a game I want to, like, go back to forever and ever and ever and ever, rather than just forever, is, is Super Mario 3. Uh, I just love the Tanuki Mario. I think that's, that's the one up. It's just yeah. the, the cute little yeah, tunic <laughs> instead of the cape. Although Yoshi's pretty good too. <clears throat> See, and... I had I, I had that one as my definitive Mario game. Like that that's been my favorite one of all time until mm-hmm. I played Odyssey, and Odyssey kind of replaced that one. Oh snap! Yeah, it's still like I could still go back and play them because I still do prefer some of the two D stuff better. Yep. But Odyssey was just so damn good. It's amazing. Mm. It leaves a lot of contradiction i think not contradiction what's the word uh where people that people are split down the middle with odyssey mm-hmm. and this is coming from someone who's not an nintendo fan doesn't is, doesn't keep up with any of it but from what i've heard of definitely splits counts that's what i've heard yeah i i'm not i'm not on the odyssey bandwagon i i like really? it i like it but i number three is is it still surprises me even to this day my brother is amazing at games he'll be like hey did you know this thing and i was like nope like there's still, after all these years, it's still coming up with surprises for me. It just like if there's anything that has ever really approached a perfect game, I feel like it's got to be Super Mario Three. It's like probably the closest. Uh, which maybe you'd argue that would make it number one, but instead, number one is one of the games I probably put the most time in and still not very good at it is StarCraft. The original StarCraft, probably oh, specifically Brood Wars. I think I'm gonna go with the expansion Brood War if that's because uh, I think we with uh, blood blood and wine we've we've established that that's allowed. But holy yeah. crap, <laughs> Starcraft is the game, man! Like orcs in space, they took Warcraft, which is definitely within my top ten or twenty for sure. Yeah, but definitely. I mean, just like created esports, arguably Starcraft one or two created esports, yeah. created like the international scene and like 
hang on a second, we're playing this game over here in North America, but in, like, Korea, people who play StarCraft are on the cereal boxes. Like, it's just, it's yeah. so crazy. Yeah, and I, I just, I love it. And I and I have so much appreciation pe- for people who play it at that next level. And you can just play in so many different ways in the three different races. Like, that had never been done before. It was always such cookie-cutter stuff. Um, I think StarCraft is, for me, probably my favorite game of all time. So... That's wow. an awesome that's there an awesome edge, John. I Thanks, really guys. want to take. I really want to take the wilderness out. I really want to take it now. <laughs> we can do a. Re- we'll do a redo oh every God. every July. Yeah. Tammy has to retcon her her top five like ten minutes later. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like my brain's like, what have you done? <laughs> yeah. As as you were talking about the the first person shooters, too, I was like, yeah. I just realized I was like, I didn't put my favorite Halo game in there, and now I feel mm. like a terrible oh, person. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, overwatching there, and now I feel like a terrible person. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna have to take this to like somewhere else to the next level. Some in some yeah. way, shape, or form, we're gonna have mm-hmm. to engage like like us and the entire community to do top tens, top twenties. I think lists are a great time for my birthday mm-hmm. last year. We had list night, like we had like cardboard and li- like poster board up on the wall, and we did like the best Pixar movies and the best X Men movies and all these other things. It was <sighs> so, so much fun. It was the whole format of, like, everybody gets to place their movie wherever they want. But then when you have the top ten, then you bump something down or swap them all around and stuff. It was such a good time. I love lists. (laughs) I hope you guys had fun doing this. Um, I think, actually, we we had some banter at the start. I think I'm just going to leave it just for the list stuff, if that's cool with you. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That works. Um, so yeah. guys, why don't we why don't we round this up? I really appreciate you guys uh, accommodating my my napping schedule or Lincoln's oh, napping okay. schedule. I'm now realizing also <laughs> looking at this thing, he has thrown all of his um, stuffed animals outside of the crib. I don't know if you can spot that over he there. Just yep. needs the space, Daddy. He just, That's what it is. He was, it's just, he was it's just dark. <laughs> it's darkness for me, so I'll, I'll wait till the video drops so I can. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. So guys, why don't we uh, why don't we wrap it there? But Tammy, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on the internet if if you like on the Twitters. Yay. On the Twits, my name, so you'll find me Tammy at uh, T A M Y and score U D. Yeah, that's I, think, I think that's right. Yeah, that's like favorite right. thing that's that happens. Right. People are like, I don't know who my Twitter is. Wait, what's yeah, my handle? Yeah. It's like it's like my mom going like, I don't know what my phone number is. I never I, dial it. You're gonna you're gonna make me check mine now just so I remember it. <laughs> well, Tammy I'll, with I'll, a I, I, not a Y. Yeah, there you, was, there you go. It's on the screen. We'll have it under right under your face. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy and, and it's the Tammy and Tommy episode. Thomas, where can oh, people find? Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you like it. That's your name. <laughs> Nobody calls me Tommy. It's not true. All the Italian guys at my job call me Tommy. So, oh, sweet. Okay, I'm doing it. It's officially Tammy. Yeah. Tommy. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, where can they find you on the internet? And tell us about D and D in the in the Discord. I know this is we're we're trying to get this going. T- tell us yeah. About, um. That's okay. So that first off, let me apologize to everyone because I've been so busy lately. Um, but we actually had session zero two weeks ago. Oh yes, on the D and D Discord, Sean, which yes. I'm not going to mention any names, but somebody wasn't there. Sean, um, <laughs> was it on a Monday night or was it on a Wednesday night? It was a Wednesday night. Oh yeah, damn it! it. Night. Crap. Yeah, no Wednesday, excuses. Wednesday after ten. Anybody is free to join. I have an online D and D going. Got a couple people from the group and a couple of my friends. Um, and we're actually going ahead with session one this Wednesday. Can I, can I watch, can I just like, can I, can I just see, I just need to learn. 
I'm a you slow can. learner. I'm a very slow learner. I'm bad at you can. learning. Aww. You can you can jump into the game and you can just watch. Okay. I think I might do that. Easy. Yeah. Okay. And I'll ask all the dumb questions. Can I can somebody else join me there? So it'd be like it'd be like the person at the movies who's like, What's happening? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. You're like, me neither. I'm going to this too. <laughs> I need like subtitles or something, like for you guys, like while you're talking in your language, I'll be like, So what what's really like what's the translation I'm, here for dum dums? I'll give you I'll give you subtitles, but they're they only come in Japanese. So that's really good. I can dig it. I like it. <laughs> Okay, man. Where where can people, so probably in the Make Us Better Discords or anywhere else where, where you can uh, where pe- where you can find the D and D and D. Um, you guys can find me on Gamestom underscore UD on Twitter. Um, you can find me on Sticks and Crits on YouTube. And yes. You will find me exactly two weeks from today on the website sticksandcrits.com. Ooh, with all, so all the all the D and D goodness, all the video game nerdy goodness. I'm so freaking excited for you guys. I know I've been I've been watching it kind of like come together uh, just from afar, and it's we very have, exciting, dude. I had my my uh, my business partner. Spread. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they're out. They're out right now. You just can't see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had my business partner do. Uh, he did a because uh, I'm not good with Magic the Gathering, but he did a review on. They banned a bunch of cards, and he posted it up on YouTube just to like, you know, see what it looked like for the whole sticks and crits thing. And it looked mm. pretty good. And he's, he's, I thought I was a nerd, but he's a super nerd talking about these Magic the Gathering cards. I love it. <laughs> I want to, can I, can I meet him? I love, I love hearing people just like nerd out about the yeah. stuff. Like, just, yeah, man, that would be amazing. Yeah. He's, he's in the D&D game. Oh, let's do it. Okay, he's going to be on the D&D know. game on, uh, on Wednesday. Wow. I almost forgot what day it was. Good for me. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I think it's Sunday, but I'm not really sure. Um, yeah. guys, thank you so much. I know, um, working out scheduling and everything was, was a bit of a, a fun game for us today. Lincoln is still sleeping, so we're okay. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Lincoln is in bed now. He had to go bye-bye. He did go nap-nap, and we have to say nap-nap and bye-bye to you. The episode is over. Except for this last awesome part where we get to hang out just for a couple more minutes and I get to say thank you to Tammy and Tommy. Of course, at Tammy underscore UD, Tommy at GameStom underscore UD. And there's uh, D&D, speaking of Ds, all the Ds. D&D's happening tonight. It's Wednesday as I record this. Uh, check it out on the Discord. The channel is D&D&D and Sticks and Crits, I believe, is the, is the, is the, the Twitter keep doing all this stuff man i honestly like that this is an episode that normally i record aside from earlier on in the summer normally i record and then i just push them right out and this one sucked to sit on (laughs) to be honest because like i wanted to share this with you guys instantly like this would have been great live i think we could have more people join in with their top five uh we're gonna this is gonna be a thing we we kept talking afterwards like man we gotta gotta come back we gotta do this again Pretty soon we'll be we'll create a giant giant list and these discussions I think were pretty amicable maybe because it was that five that I think was pretty digestible as well so that thank you Tammy Tommy having having fun with me uh, over the weekend and dealing with all of my rescheduling and just all the stuff so thank you guys so much thank you to Patreon thank you to everybody who supports us there thank you everybody who just listens and shares and all that other stuff it's thanks to you guys that 
We get to do all this this craziness. Look at all these lights around me on the video. YouTube.com slash WeTheNerdy. Thank you for supporting us at Patreon.com slash Make Us Better. If you like $3 and up, you're in the show notes. And $10 and up, you're the executive level. Gold and platinum even still. So, guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. Uh, Sean like Connor Capri like the pants. Follow the website, we the Nerdy or the show, we the GamerCast. And remember, I, I do the, the Xbox Drive. I'm going to record it tomorrow morning. I love that show. Please check it out at the Xbox Drive and If We're at Nintendo with Jason Lacey. Every Monday live and Wednesdays it's on iTunes and Google Podcasts and everything else. I'm having so much fun. I don't know if you guys can tell, but like something happened in the last little bit. I'm just rocking, man. I feel I feel good. Maybe it was just because I listened to a new Megadads this weekend. Congratulations. Oh, and thank you again. So many thank yous. We we helped them get over to 100 subscribers at their YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Megadaz. So congratulations, you guys. Thank you to Gary Gray and Adam Leonard. Thank you to Antonio Guillen. Thank you to Dave Moore. This is episode 157. We'll be back on Monday. Now it's time for Patrick Stewart at the drive-thru because this is a Patreon bonus episode. We changed the ending for Patrick Stewart. It's my favorite skit ever since before YouTube was a thing. Goodbye. Hello, I'm Patrick Stewart, star of TV's Star Trek, The Next Generation, and the host of the documentary series, MGM, When the Lion Roars. Okay, that's fine, sir. Can I take your order? Yes, you can. And what is your order, sir? I'll have a quarter pounder with cheese and a side order of fries. Would you like it? And a fillet. Oh, fish. Would you like a cold drink with that, sir? Yes. Yes, for the sake of the future of all mankind, I will have a small Sprite. Okay, sir, that's $5.20. Could you proceed to the first window? The first window. The first portal to a new dimension. One greater, one more wondrous than our own. No, just the first window of the drive-thru, please, sir. Yes, Then so it is that I proceed to this window of which you speak. Thank you, sir. Approaching warp speed. What the f***, mate? Did you just drive into the back of me? Yes, it is so. Mate, are you some kind of f***ing comedian? I am Patrick Stewart. Mate, get out of the f***ing car. And so... With heavy heart, I hereby withdraw from the vehicle. Mate, look what you've done to my f***ing Duco. You accuse me. Mate, f***ing I do. Here's your order, sir. What manner of burger is this? And these slivers of potato extract. Hey, Chrome Dome, are you going to f***ing pay for my car or not, mate? Mate? Uh, I am under attack. I must... Reason with this. Mate, you are talking out your fing ass. And so it is that I bid you and your people farewell. What a fing dead shit.